Hello, Bible Beaters. Welcome to another episode of the Bible Beater Podcast. This is the Lord of Hosts, Caleb Campbell, joined as always by the interrupter, Kyle Vesner. How's it going anyways, Kyle? I hope everyone unsubscribes if we can quit doing this. Well, I'm you know what I mean? I'll do you know it mean? alone. I want to. I will do it without you. I'm over it. You know what I mean? <laughs> you can all go fuck yourselves. Why the, are you still listening? We're at the very end of Deuteronomy, Kyle. <laughs> I'm just kidding. From there, it's t- stories about prostitutes and battles and the misadventures Ooh. of the country of Israel. Do you know why we're doing this? To promote the good word of God Mm-mm. of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Is that not the exact? That not it? Literally the exact opposite. I wanted people to know how dumb the Bible is. And I figured the best way is to read it. Read it word, word for, for word, word yeah. publicly. <laughs> no. Here's a problem with the how publicly people display the Bible. No context. Yeah. Cherry pick, beautiful sentence. Gays are, should all burn in hell. Women are the worst. God walks in two feet and picks you up and now you only have two steps. Uh, what about my one step? Oh, that was when I was hovering or whatever the thing is. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> You're talking about that poem about the a guy walking down the beach. I assume that was in the Bible. No, that's not in the Bible. Really? That's why it's credited anonymous. Oh. So the poem is, a man looks back at his life and he sees two sets and of footsteps. And he sees somehow but then he noticed, his whole life he was walking on a beach. Yeah, two sets of footsteps. <laughs> right? But then he notices that at the most dis- difficult times in his life, there was only one set of footsteps. He says, how could you abandon me at those difficult times? Mm-hmm. Rightfully so. And God says, "Those, my dear child, that those one those one set of footsteps was when I carried you. And that's Beautiful. The, that's the poem. In, in His whole life, this dude is walking on a beach, living in paradise, I guess. How could he tell you the bad times, walk were, on a- bad times were? When, like, is it next to a timeline of this is when I got <laughs> divorced? I was going to say. Also, is this beach an analogy? <laughs> yeah. Who is showing him his life in footprints in the sand? God was. Is this a dream? It's some some stupid of... fucking dream some idiot had that's like, God did this to me? Oh, my favorite this is... making me jaded towards people, I think, reading this fucking book more. How... Because d- I'm like, these people... These... And then you look up how many Christians are in the world, and then you, I just get mad. Yeah, it's frustrating. But the best thing about reading this Bible is it's hard to talk someone out of their m- magical relationship with uh-huh. God. But it's easy to criticize how dumb this Bible is. Very true. But you know what happened? I think my uh, my superiority for human beings that was in the first 20 episodes has waned, and now my sadness has taken over. You know what I mean? Thank you. I have lost, I knew my, you'd get there, I have lost my superiority Welcome. to my fellow man, and now I've just sit in a puddle of... Filth. Yeah, of utter, unending desperation. You, never never gaining another footstep what, in the sand. Do you know what the hope is? No matter how progressive Christianity gets, like, you know, with the gay Christians and all that stuff, mm-hmm. the, the fundamentalists can always go back to this book. That's why this book is the source of most terrible ideas, you know? Yep. If we can discredit the book, maybe we can move forward and they can have some sort of new Christianity that's a little bit nicer to everybody. If you discredit the book, there is no Christianity. No, but they... So what do you mean? Well, people who don't believe the entire book and just believe parts of it. You know what I mean? Just rewrite the whole Bible? Yeah. Essentially? You know what? If God... little experiment. Human beings wrote this. God allowed it to happen. Mm-hmm. If I rewrite the Bible and God lets me do it, You're is Joseph. that not the word of God? Well, that's what Muhammad did and Joseph Smith did. And if God's allowing me... 
to, in his name, if I'm wrong, blaspheme his entire you'll be belief system in the afterlife kyle okay if you don't get it in this life you'll get it in the afterlife that's what they say yeah but if i don't get it in this life and people start following me then what then you've created another cult and good for you and good luck <laughs> that's it yeah i mean and then i just get punished in the afterlife how do we know this isn't a cult then because it's the original it's got it's they wrote the According books. to who according to the but the, god didn't write it according to themselves kyle okay then according to me mine's the original it well, you've already said you're going to derive yeah, it from this book. Yeah, but I'm not going to tell from that once I write it. Okay. We'll just not post We're this We're going to bleep episode. this that whole <laughs> sentence. Yeah. Um, it's This is an what amalgamation. Would I, what, what, what would I get rid of? You know what I get rid of? What? Those high-waisted pants all these chicks are wearing now. That would be outlawed. I'd <laughs> be outlawed in your I don't understand books? them. I to think, be perfectly honest, I think they, they suck. Make, they look weird. They look. They make you look fat. They look ladies. Bad. They like yeah. scrunch up all your stomach. Yeah, because they're too tight. And even on if the you, bottom and the top, it like squishes everything nice in ass, there. It ruins it. If they have a nice ass, it even makes their ass look not as nice as it would. You know what you need? We need to bring back the sundress. What happened to that? It doesn't really. It hides. Right? There's always there's mystery there. Mm-hmm. I just like a nice leg. Can we get back to the f- days of the 50s? It's almost summertime, Kyle. You know what I mean? Yeah. What if they make high-waisted sunskirts? I don't really know what that is. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, I get it. Like, it gets really yeah. narrow at the top. That would be... I don't know. That probably exists. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know anything. Did you have a good week, Kyle? Did you do anything exciting? Does it sound like I did? No, it No, doesn't. it did not. did nothing. <laughs> okay. You didn't want to tell me about some knives you sharpened or a garage sale you went to? I did buy... I was kidding. She, she won't hear kidding. this, but I did get this, so... Get this. For my, for my girlfriend's birthday? Yeah. Just coming up uh, this week. Someone's going to out week. you. For what? I mean, someone... They're not going to hear this. It will be posted after. Okay. Right? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I'm good. But uh, I bought her knives. I'm not joking. <laughs> I bought her a set of kitchen knives. Okay. First of all, I wanted to buy her something. I like buying people shit that I think they would use and need, but would never Me buy too. themselves. Me too. Because if I just buy her more plants, she fucking loves plants already. She buys her own goddamn plants. Yeah. Easy gift. She would love it immediately, but, but not functional. Yeah, I am exactly. better than that. So I got her. I really... Here's the thing about buying shit for chicks. It doesn't have to be functional. It has to look pretty first, right? Okay. So I got a pretty set of knives because okay. girls are stupid and they don't look for function. They look for form. And aesthetics. Okay. Maybe not form, just aesthetics. I'm going to take that back. So Forms are too positive for co- this anchor that Spearman It's not. It's the design. Okay. They look They look interesting. They're really weird. They're like, they're, I want to say chic, but I know I'm using it wrong. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know what chic is. I, I don't really was, know either. Fancy, but, modern fancy. I thought that was French for girl or feminine. Like, that's, it's chic. It's feminine. I thought it was like modern. Mm. Modern fancy. They look, uh, they're really good knives. They're made by Global. Okay. But they have like weird, they're all one piece of metal and they got this dimple design in the handles and they're like triangular instead of just normal knife looking. This is very, this is riveting. Yeah, I know. And I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I bought them like this is such a good fucking gift idea in my mind and now I'm realizing she's never going to use them. You know what I mean? It's just one of those things I just bought her that's really expensive that's just going to sit there and I'm going to go over there and be and be angry. Well, at least you can use them. When I'm over there cooking for her? Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. (laughs) Fuck it. That's what it is going to turn into. And then you'd be like, these nice, nice knives. It's like, why are these still new? (laughs) Why don't I need to sharpen them yet? Um, Do you remember what we read about last week, Kyle? 
You look like you're going to fart. I got nothing. We read about, you know, the prosperity after turning to the Lord and the offer of life or death. So basically God laid it out to them and said, so those are your options. Basically a re a re up of the tree of life in the b- very beginning at the book of Genesis. Wait, what? I don't remember that. Okay, so he said... I usually just need a trigger, and then I'm good. What I'm commanding you today is not too difficult. So he listed the blessings and the curses. Right. Oh, And he summarized it with, like, now, won't you just choose the blessing, even though I hardened your hearts and destined that you were going to fail? All you got to do is choose the right, like, choose life and do what I say, but inevitably you're going to fuck up and all these curses will befall you. You know what I mean? Yep, I do. So... That's where we ended off. So this day, I'll just read the last paragraph. This day, I call heaven and earth as witnesses against you that I have set before you life and death, blessings and curses. Now choose life so that you and your children may live and that you may love the Lord your God, listen to his voice and hold fast to him. For the Lord is your life and he will give you many years in the land he swore to give to your fathers, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Just lies right just unadulterated <laughs> lies <laughs> so um now that's the end of moses's epic you really speech. have to do what he says not what he does you know what i mean yeah if you do what god does you're a psychopath mm-hmm. you know what i mean if you live your life based on how god chooses to act in his existence i guess you're a psychopath yep so you can i'm just gonna start living like a psychopath and say god did it I mean, I, I saw the go guy. to jail. No, I won't. Okay. I'll figure it out, you know? Okay. I'll like get a $20 million jet and say, God told me to have a private jet. I just saw that video again. With the that demons? pastor. Just a long a, tube full of demons? A long tube full of demons, which are his followers, I'm guessing. No, that's regular. His peers. No, that's regular people. If he didn't have a private jet, he would have to be on a jet with other people. His, his- but some of those people are going to be you worshipers. If you haven't seen the video, it's too... Um, like TV preachers talking and the ones like, so I'm, I heard the Lord just gave you a private jet, but this is right after he got a lot of shit. Yeah. So he's trying to like, this is the, this is like the Jimmy Kimmel tonight show. So I heard something went bad in your movie, you know, (laughs) it's a scripted thing, but they're fucking trying to talk to each other. Like nobody's watching. Mm -hmm. So you got a private jet and he's like, yep. You know, I was flying here on my private jet today, and I just stood up and started worshiping the Lord. <laughs> and the other guys... No, like, he says he's literally talking to them. Yep. And someone interrupts him at one point. He's like, I'm talking to God right now. Mm-mm. You know not... Oh, God. God damn I it. jump ahead too much? Yeah, he goes, and I stood up, I started worshiping the Lord. And the first guy goes, you couldn't do that on a regular airline. If you tried to do it on a regular airline, they'd kick you off the plane. Oh, I forgot about that. And he's like, you're right. It's like being on a long tube full of demons. That's regular people. They're demons. And then they just started, to, I don't know, then they talk about all the different ways that they couldn't just fly around on regular planes. But it's also God talks to him and says, yeah. you have a jet. Do you know why you need the jet? <laughs> and he racks his brain. And I'm trying to think, I think I know why I need the jet. It's like, because I'm going to Texas. And you can't get to this certain place in Texas without your own private jet. We couldn't do 95% of our dates without the private jet. 95%. Yeah, yeah you could. <laughs> There's also first class, you cunt. He's like, sometimes I do a meeting on Saturday night, and then I do a meeting in a different town on Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. How do you do that without a private jet? 
Regular jet? <laughs> Regular old fucking planes, man. Um, so here we are. So Moses is... And every time I fly on a twin prop, I see Jesus. It scares the shit out of me. <laughs> so Moses' speech is done. That You've speech... heard that expression, eh? Like you Which get, one? People get scared they're going to die and they see Jesus. I've heard that. I'm sure. Oh, people ta- people talk thing. about it. Yeah. I mean... It's just a funny expression to say, like, when you're going to die, you see Jesus for some reason. Well, they, when he was like the earth part of God. Yeah. He's not the heaven part of God. Well, they say they'd see Jesus like calling him home or something. What the hell does that mean? Well, at the end of Jesus' days you, on earth, yeah. so Jesus was killed, and then he was dead, and then he was resurrected, and then he met the disciples, then he went to a church, and then he ascended into heaven. So he was standing around, and then all of a sudden he just started floating, and the disciples watched him go. Wait, so... God and Jesus are up in heaven together. Yeah, get the fuck out of here. Yes, that's what that's the that's what I'm talking about. I dude. thought they like the, separated and then became one again. No, they're def, they're different entities that are one God. It's the dumbest fucking bullshit. What's the third part again? The Holy Spirit. What the fuck is that? The Holy Spirit is again a spirit. What is? What is Does a, it interact with human beings? Yeah, it has. Okay, it 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 talks or it, it talks. Well, it influences. Sometimes the Holy Spirit appears, or like a like a wind will swirl through a church, and everyone will have the same idea. And oh, that's it doesn't the, really have a physical. No, that's, I remember we talked about. Yeah, this. it's like an ethereal. It's it's nonsense, but it's also one of the entities of God, and it also has power. Is that in heaven? Yeah, that's up there. The whole the Holy Spirit's in heaven too. I mean. I think. When it's on earth, is it both in heaven and earth at the same time? I don't know, Kyle. I mean, maybe. When Jesus was on earth, was he also in heaven? No. Jesus was But he's part God. It's true. God would download... God basically would keep Jesus up to date on everything that's going on in heaven, I think. Because mm-hmm. Jesus is constantly talking to God. He's constantly saying, Father this, Father that. And he's, my father told me... Jesus says that a bunch of times, right? So he could see the future, or, he, or he'd have knowledge of things he shouldn't know because his father told him. And what were we talking about? Where am I going with this? So Jesus, Just the Holy Spirit, and the he, he ascended being into heaven, and so heaven at the same time. People always, or uh, I don't, I don't know. What all, does Jesus do now? Hasn't his purpose been fulfilled? He gets worshipped all the time. Yeah, but why does he? Why do? Why would people need? Why would he need to do anything else? No, no, no. Show up and toast. That's what he. That's guide people. Our in the entire afterlife. our entire existence, Kyle, is to worship God. That's the only reason we're Why here. Why do people think he's going to come back to Earth? He's. It says he's going to come back. Why? Riding a white horse with a sword. Okay. And he's going to kill everybody that doesn't finally believe. He's going to pass judgment. Yeah, but as soon as I see Jesus on a white horse, I believe immediately. I see him. I believe it. Too late, Kyle. What do you mean too late? Too I just late. I believed it. It's too late. <laughs> According to who? According to this book. I don't get that. That's kind of a loophole. What as soon you- as you see Jesus magically appear on a white horse, you're like, well, I guess I believe in Jesus now. At the end of the world... So now you can't kill me. I mean, Kyle, I'm not the That's, expert. It's like saying... I'm not the expert. It's I like, can just tell you what the book says. It's like saying you believe in God right before you die, and then you go to heaven. It is kind of like that, but so by the time... Jesus by right the before time he, Jesus if I believe back, in Jesus right before he kills me, he can't kill me. By the time Jesus comes back, Kyle, your name will already be omitted from the book of life. There's a there's a book with everybody's oh. names in it, hmm. and your name is actually already in it. That's the fun, fucking most hilarious part. So I'm good. No, not your name. 
someone's name, a person's name is already in the book of life. Yours probably isn't. You're probably not saved. But that's the funny thing is that everyone's names are already in the book of life. So Because we have no destiny. Well, We have destiny, I mean. God, we just have no... No, God knows what you're going to choose. Wrap so why your, am I doing this? Wrap, no one knows. Blow your brains out tomorrow. If you're in the book of life, you'll go there. If you'll go to the good place. You can't kill yourself, though. Yes, you can. Oh, right. Jesus, I, for, I forget. I forget what actually is in the Bible and what I think I know already. Jesus recommends suicide, actually. If you're going to cause your brother to sin, it's better for you to tie a stone around your neck and jump into the sea. But he doesn't say that's going to cause you to go to heaven. He said it's better for you to do that than to cause your brother to sin. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I would say that's better than causing your... <laughs> that's a good thing. If your right eye causes you to sin, gouge it out. If your left hand causes you to sin, cut it off. The left hand one is just jerking off, right? <laughs> jerking off or, I don't know, whatever Yeah, my else. left eye loves looking at whores. Right eye, can't stand them. You know what I mean? So I got to <laughs> cut the left one out. It's a metaphor, Kyle. Is it? I mean, yeah, what parts are metaphor? What's if Jesus said it, does it shouldn't it all be literal? Like literally wrap a stone around your like tie a stone around your neck and jump into the sea? I've caused lots of people to sin. This whole podcast is that. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so most, what are you gonna do about it? I'm not gonna do it. I'm gonna keep reading this preposteroni Tony book and hope that people wise up. I'm gonna look for answers. Okay. So Moses' epically long speech is done. The last maybe 20 podcasts were all one speech of Moses. Really run on mm-hmm. speech. People fell asleep the whole time. So in real life, took what? A week? It says this day. It says this day over and over and over. So I think he did it in a day. Impressive. If he did it, I mean, if you were there, that I would say it's impossible. But if you weren't there to interrupt him, I believe I could read Deuteronomy in a day. <laughs> uh, you're right that's fair joshua says to succeed moses deuteronomy 31 then moses went out and spoke these words to all israel i am now 120 years old and i'm no longer able to lead you the lord has said to me you shall not cross the jordan the lord your god himself will cross over ahead of you he will destroy these nations before you, you know what i heard about um people with really like in the Bible happens too, but in real life, you get there's like a small Asian countries and stuff where they people live over a hundred years old, like a lot of people. Sure. Apparently, since they don't really keep good statistics and people, it's a like, um, it's a it's a good. They consider it a really high level thing in their society to live long. People just lie about oh. when they were born. So a lot of these countries that have like a lot of people, that are where they're like, old. how does this one island? Have people over a hundred years old all the time? They just fucking lie. There's lying. There's I, no proof. I guess once you outlive, they don't have real birth certificates or anything. Yeah, when you outlive anyone that can call you a liar, then you can just say whatever yeah, you're you fucking want. Fucking ninety. Now I'm 120. Yeah, you know what I mean. You don't know when I was born. So Moses says, "I'm 120 years old." Right. Way, so that's exactly. And every, just, everyone in the desert. It's a status thing, is what is what I'm saying. Everyone in the desert, besides Joshua and Caleb, died. Right. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So he's talking to a whole brand new group of people. You're you're looking around at your surroundings with the other eighty year olds, yeah. other ninety year olds. No, he'd be the only one that old because everyone else died. Oh, that's true in the Bible. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, there's no one. There's no one here to correct me. I'm as old as I tell you. Yeah. I am. I was actually there in Egypt, all those many thousands of years ago. <laughs> 
That's uh, that, which also happened. That's Elrond at the beginning of the Lord. Of the- I was there when Isildur's heir took the ring himself. He was there. What the hell is that from? It's from fucking Lord of the Rings. The elf was there. Remember at the beginning of the battle, the very beginning of the Fellowship, when they have the <laughs> battle for Mount D- like Doom. No, dude, I saw Lord of the Rings literally fifteen years ago. Oh, you don't. You're not a nerd. Okay. I thought you were like a big fan. Ah, I saw the movie. I liked the movie, so I didn't you, watch it again. Why would the, I watch it again and ruin the movie for myself? Because it's awesome. It holds up. I watched it just the other day. Does it? Maybe oh, yeah. I'll get it on. It's probably on 4K now or something, eh? Sure, I don't know. I'll give it is. a rewatch. You know what 4K is? 4K is just a what? It's a higher resolution. You know what 1080p is? Yeah. It's four times better than that. Okay. okay. Four more Times the pixels per square inch, Caleb. It'll, you can't, and I'm not a nerd? That's Suck not, my dick. That's not detectable to the naked eye. It is over 70 inches. Okay. If you're sitting from six feet I'm away. I'm watching it, this on my phone practically. Or Are on you my, kidding? On my laptop most oh, of the time. Oh, that's... What's the point? You shall not... So, the, this is Moses speaking. I am now 120 years old, and I am no longer able to lead you. The Lord has said to me, you shall not cross the Jordan. The Lord your God himself will cross over ahead of you. He will destroy these nations before you, and you will take possession of their land. Joshua will also or also will cross over ahead of you, as the Lord said. And the Lord will do to them what he did to Sihon and Og and the king of the Amorites, whom he destroyed along with their land. The Lord will deliver them to you, and you must do to them what I have commanded you. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid because of them. For the Lord your God goes with you. He will never leave you or forsake you. Now that's a great Sunday school verse right there. That's one I had to remember. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or terrified. For the Lord your God goes with you. Doesn't he always say fear him though? He will never leave you or forsake you. Nor forsake Doesn't he fear say to fear him and always threaten to leave them? Consistently threaten to leave? Yeah, Kyle. Today, he's feeling like nice guy God. Mm-hmm. Never fear me unless I'm making you fear me. For I will never leave you unless I'm just said I'm going to unless you do what I say. It's more like you left me. Because you didn't do what I said. Yeah, but I really left you. You made me leave you. Yeah. Like, why are you hitting yourself? You know what I mean? <laughs> then Moses summoned Joshua and said to him in the presence of all Israel, Be strong and courageous, for you must go with this people into the land that the Lord swore to their forefathers to give them, and you must divide it among them as their inheritance. The Lord himself goes before you and will be with you. He will never leave nor forsake you. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. Same exact thing again, but longer. (laughs) Cool. Yeah, got it. The reading of the law. So Moses wrote down this law and gave it to the priests, sons of Levi, who carried the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord, and to all the elders of Israel. Then Moses commanded them, At the end of every seven years, in the year of canceling debts, during the Feast of Tabernacles, when all Israel comes to appear before the Lord your God at the place he will choose, you shall read this law before them in their hearing. The as- assemble the people, men, women, and children, and the aliens living in your towns, so they can listen and learn to fear the Lord your God and follow carefully all but the words. But don't in- fear him. No need to fear him. <laughs> he says, do not be afraid, as in don't be afraid of anybody. Fear don't be afraid to fear me. Don't be scared. Don't be too scared. I mean, technically, it to says... To be scared of me. Be strong and courageous. Like, don't be afraid of... He's saying the people of the place they're going to go conquer. Is that what it said? It said, so you're going into the land. Joshua's going to lead you. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. 
So that's don't be afraid of them. But but it's always but, fear God. Yeah. They're chill. So, don't be afraid of them. For I am way worse. <laughs> uh, learn to fear the Lord, uh, Lord your God, and carefully follow all the words of this law. Their children who do not know this law must hear it and learn to fear the Lord your God as long as you live in the land crossing the Jordan to possess. So that's why we have to read the Bible in church every Sunday. That's basically, um, you know, read this before the people. That's the verse they always point to as why you should read the Bible. Read the whole thing or just the, the last The whole part? thing they should read. But that's why they use church. A lot of churches will go through some... I, mo- Listen to me, most all, I haven't been to church in 10 years, but when I went to church, I went to a lot of different churches because we traveled, right? And we mm-hmm. went to different church every Sunday. Your dad was like a guest speaker. Yeah. So he's like, uh, so most churches would just kind of plug through the Bible like st- like we do with the podcast. Really? And they just read. They actually did that? Some churches. And then the more like new agey, hippie, modern day churches, the ones with better attendance. Yeah. Um, they mostly just read the New Testament and had like anecdotal, you know, last week when I was beating my wife. Mm-hmm. I'm listening. The Lord said, you know. Did he give you directions on I how hard it's too hard? About, yeah, I felt bad about it. And then I turned to my Bible to Deuteronomy, wherever it was. And I read that that's a good thing and I should keep doing that. <laughs> Have you seen the Muslim dude? He's like a high up ranking in the, I don't know what their tier system is. What's what is a preacher? Imam. Imam. Oh, yeah, and he's he's talking about how Muslim isn't violent because the beatings are soft. Oh, I they're, saw that too. They're gentle beatings. How to beat your wife? It's, but it, it is not a joke. It yeah. seems like yeah. parody. <laughs> it's so fucking funny. Yeah. Except the fact that that's actually happening. But he's doing it to like an eight year old kid, and the kid's laughing. Like he's like, "See, you don't hit your wife too hard." Yeah. And then you explain, and if she doesn't get it, you have to hit her again. You say, mm. "I don't want to do this." But gentle beatings. Yeah. Not not hard beatings. It's <laughs> fucking crazy. So uh, the fact that they did that, right? Then it. recorded it, then watched it, and were like, "Fucking nailed it." That's going right on YouTube. <laughs> People need to hear this. We'll put it on our page. Like that's that's considered probably a very progressive approach. They're like, the world will understand this. <laughs> we say beatings, but we mean gentle beatings. You know what ones I love are the African preachers. Uh, talking about I've never really seen those about homosexuality and it's like <laughs> <laughs> I love when people sorry real quick I love when people they try to act progressive but you can tell what they're at what how it just boils their blood yeah oh it's fucking hilarious well, there's one they're just talking about what gay people do and they're talking about like butt sex and stuff and then he, for no reason he goes and then they eat the poo poo and the, the whole church congregation's like no ew gross and they, they eat the poo-poo. And he goes way off on how like but gay people eat, eat shit? shit. Yeah. I don't know. And they kind of do. And then there's another to one. To be fair, <laughs> what percentage of gay dudes go ass to mouth? Uh, probably not a, the same percentage of women who do it, which is only porn stars. I've done it. You've done it? Yeah. Gross. You've never done it? No. Um, and then there's another video of this pastor, and he's talking to a gay person. And it's like, okay, why are you gay? And that's basically He's talking to a gay person? Yeah, that's his whole, that's his like whole question. He's like, "Okay, so we're going to talk about homosexuality. Why are you gay?" And then the guy like explains, he's like, "No, why are you gay?" It's like He just 
won't accept his answer. He doesn't get like he can't wrap his head around the fact that anyone's gay. Like why? Like you must be gay because of. I love the preachers that like, go. You fight those demons daily. You know when those thoughts, those thoughts of sucking cock creep up into your head. That's the devil. And everyone else is like, we don't really have those. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then he's like, you fight them. And then like two years later, he's Ted like Hanger. sucking eight. Yeah, meth addicted prostitutes. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's like, well, it looks like those demons got the better of them. So Israel's predicted uh, rebellion predicted. Verse fourteen of Deuteronomy thirty-one. The Lord said to Moses, "How often does sucking dick lead to homeless crack addiction? Though that's the real. I think it's a chicken and the egg situation. <laughs> it really is. Yeah, which came first, crack now, or gay people? Now, Caleb Campbell. Now, that's a direct quote." Now the Lord said to Moses, Now the day of your death is near. Call Joshua and present yourselves at the tent of meeting where I will commission him. Oh, so Moses back. Yeah, so Moses and Joshua came and presented themselves at the tent of meeting. Then the Lord appeared at the tent in a pillar of I need cloud. Sound effects. <laughs> Kyle, then the Lord appeared to the tent in a cloud. In a pi- pillar that's of where, cloud. That's where that's what he does though. And Above the, the tent. And the cloud stood... Is the cloud always there? And the cloud stood... No, the cloud appears when the Lord is there. I thought the... Oh. No, the cloud... It but did the, say he will be there, and there was a cloud around the tent of meeting all the time. Yeah. But, but God's not in that cloud, or God is that cloud, but he doesn't show himself. But he said... this is That's retarded. Verbatim. Way. The Lord appeared at the tent in a pillar of cloud. So, so he is a cloud. He appeared in the form of a cloud. Remember, he appeared mm-hmm. to Moses in the form of a burning bush. Yeah, I do. Well, I just didn't know if it meant the cloud has a face now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because so... that's how it is in like cartoons. Yeah. So he's just a fucking cloud. I think it's just a cloud, but that you would know it's God because it's and so the, it talks. This cloud. Well, Moses is a ventriloquist if he's, if at he... this point, really. <laughs> if he's one guy learns how to so... speak without opening his mouth, and now he created a whole religion, <laughs> dude. Let's extrapolate this. So God's appearing in just inanimate objects. So like God, you know, all of a sudden this table starts talking with a mouth like from right over there. Mm-hmm. Or th- it's doing shtick. <laughs> <laughs> to Moses. And all of a sudden you just rip a leg off the table, throw it in the fire. What the fuck? Ow! Ow! <laughs> oh, it's so stupid. They had a really, that was the original uh, variety act. Yeah. God and Moses. <laughs> Just starts appearing as different objects. They start killing people. Hey, can you believe this guy? <laughs> They're fucking sucked a dick. And the Lord said to Moses, you are going to rest with your fathers and these people will soon prostitute themselves to the foreign gods of the land they are Is that entering. bad though? Prostitutes don't seem that bad. No, it's bad. It's very bad. Prostitute yourselves is he always used that in the context. You can sell yourself. If you yeah, if you yeah, you sold yourselves to other gods. You started worshiping other gods. You're a prostitute. You're a slut. For bad gods. You're a dirty... God hates sluts. You're, you're a dirty slut for other gods. But listen to this. So right after... So Moses finishes last page. I turn the page over. Do you think... Last page. Now, I call heaven and witnesses, witnesses. Choose life or death. This is the choice. The very next page, God appears and goes, You're going to rest with your fathers, and soon these people will prostitute themselves to foreign gods in the land they are entering to possess. Like, So he knows it's going to happen. Right away. No chance. Literally no chance for them to succeed maybe that's because god's hardening their hearts what do you think those other gods that they're prostituting you know hardening their cocks (laughs) the other gods must be at least believe at least nicer than this guy who's like these are your options follow me and be blessed 
or don't follow me. You know, eat your children. They probably had all the same recipes. It's the same recipe, different. It's the same. I'm saying, why would you leave if you actually believed in those curses? You you wouldn't. You wouldn't. Unless God forced you to. You were really all those threats coming from God Himself in a cloud, and now a week later you're just no. All those threats came from Moses, Moses talking to the people. But now this is God. Now this is God. And God says, you are going to rest with your fathers and these people will soon prostitute themselves to the foreign gods of the land they're going of their entering. They will forsake me and break the covenant I made with them. On that day, I will become angry with them and I will forsake them. I will hide my face from them and they will be destroyed. This makes a lot more sense if Moses is talking to himself in a ventriloquist voice. Many disasters. No, no one takes it seriously. <laughs> we need to we need to <laughs> we need to ramp up our act here. Many disasters and difficulties will come upon them, and on that day they will ask, Have the have not these disasters come upon us because of our God is not with us? And I will certainly hide my face on that day because of all their wickedness in turning to other gods. Mm-hmm. Now write down yeah. Why on that day? You already know it's gonna happen. On that day, they're that, gonna they're gonna say, "Why is this happening?" And I'm gonna hide my face so it happens some more. That's mm-hmm. what he's saying. Now write down for yourselves this song and teach it to the Israelites and have them sing it so that they may be a witness for me against them. What? Teach them a song about how they're gonna worship other gods and have them sing it so that it may be a witness for me against them. So you all know. I think so. It's reminding them of. God and the bad things he's going to do to them if yeah. they look at. So this is that song is the witness. Like they, they all, you all know the song. Yeah. So you must, you know, that's God's proof that they know yeah. the bad things they're doing. Exactly. Yeah. When I have brought them into the land flowing with milk and honey, the land I promised on oath to their forefathers, and when they eat their fill and thrive, they will turn to other gods and worship them, rejecting me and breaking my covenant. It's like the worst plot hole in the movie when you give like someone ultimate power and they choose never to use it. You know what I mean? God has ultimate power. You know what the solution to this is? Is just warm their hearts. Warm their hearts. Uh, Everyone's. The enemies, whatever. And then everyone just lives together worshiping him. Well, let's... I mean, the entire... Yes. And then the book's over. Yes. End of of story. The entire premise of Christianity is that Christ died for your sins. You're not saved. Not yet. Not yet. But you're, you're saved by grace, not works. But... You're also going to hell because you chose to do something bad. Which you never had a choice. Which you never had a choice. I like it. There's no plot holes in this. You, If this was a fucking movie... It, isn't you, it astounding that a billion people believe this? It is unbelievable. If this was a fucking movie, everyone would be like, biggest piece of shit of all time. <laughs> yeah. Literally biggest piece of shit. Doesn't make any sense. Cross points all over the place. Look at that plot hole. Movie over. Just <laughs> fix that and the movie doesn't make sense. John Wick 3 was better than this fucking Have you seen movie. it? Yeah, Don't it tell me. <sighs> There's no! no! What is the spoilers? Don't spoil it. John Wick it. kills everybody. Stop it. Okay. Did you not, did you not have- I thought maybe he'd die this time. <laughs> You son of a bitch. He gets shot. Stop telling times. me. Jesus, you're blowing my speakers. I don't know what happened there, but yeah, blew mine too. <laughs> it's probably not good for my mic. Uh, yeah, he gets shot seven times. Shit. Thrown off a building. Stop it. And survives. You fucking asshole. It's the dumbest movie you've ever seen. Don't watch it. When I love I, the first two. And the first two were solid. There's no sense of peril. You know John Wick isn't going to die. It's a third movie. You might die. No, there's. They've already said well, now. I know John Wick he won't 4. die. There's headlines for John Wick. Let's see if I blew up my right earphone. 
I did. I did a little bit. <laughs> Good for you. I'm glad. When I'm really heavy on the left. If the producer can turn me up a little on the right, please. <laughs> That's you. Oh, shit. And when many disasters and difficulties come upon them, this song will testify against them because it will Hallelujah. not be forgotten by their descendants. I know that they are... Disp- do they sing these songs in church? I know what they are disposed to do even before I bring them into the land. I promise them on oath. <laughs> then why bring them there? So Moses wrote down this song that day and taught it to all the Israelites. The Lord gave this... Like, so far, the Jews are a bunch of children who want, like, a cookie. Mm-hmm. And God's taking them to the cookie jar saying, don't have any cookies. Yeah. But he knows what children are going to do. He also put the chil- gonna- cookie jar there. Yeah, like, exactly. That's my point. Like He put it there and been like, don't eat it. Just he wants to spank his kid, essentially. God loves to spank his children. So Moses wrote down this song that day and taught it to all the Israelites. The Lord gave this command to Joshua, son of Nun. Yeah, I was spanked. I remember the last time I got spanked. Um, I, I can't remember what I did, but I remember my mom was spanking me with the wooden spoon. You got a wooden spoon spanking. Yeah, the back of the hands. Yeah. And she smacked me. Back of the hands. Didn't hurt. And I kind of like, I just like smiled at her. Uh-oh. And then she hit me harder and I just smiled. And then she hit me as hard as she could and the spoon broke and I just started laughing. And she was like <laughs> so mad. But in that moment, like when the spoon broke, like all the tension broke, yeah. we just laughed our asses off together. And it was just, she was like, wait till your father gets home. And I was like whatever mom like you can't hurt <laughs> it's me over now yeah. yeah i got i remember i was young when they i got spanked too but i remember the last one and it was both like we both were like this is this is too weird it now. Yeah, weird. It's a little weird i think i must have been it was at the flemish house did they always do this hurts me more than it hurts you no because <laughs> i got that one all the time they go i mean they, they would say something along the lines, like, I don't want to do this. I didn't get spanked a lot, but it only happened to us. I got spanked. They would do, they, they did like, I, rec- I recently found a book in my dad's library, and I know that they read it because it was like something about parenting. It was like, when you spank your children, you explain to them what they did was wrong, explain to what you're going to do and why you're doing it, and then afterwards, you know, give them a hug and say that you love them. You so- could just replace... Like take that book forty years earlier, replace children with wife, and it would perfectly match <laughs> yeah. up. That's like the guy's video. <laughs> yeah, no. I saw the fucking. If anyone hasn't seen it, it's posted on Facebook. The photo of you with the cross haircuts—they're way worse than you described. I told you a skullet with a cross on. It's top. not a skullet though. It's not. He keeps the. I guess it is a skullet, but I didn't picture a skullet. Like a friar tuck. Most skullets don't have the side hair. Oh, the side But hair. they have the friar tuck side. Yeah. Like an old balding man. Yeah. With a wonky cross. Yeah. He didn't even nail it after the fourth time. They are all different. <laughs> They're way too skinny. And the hair is too long. So it like flops around. It looks like so you have to kind of like be like... Yep. Oh, I guess it's a cross. And they're, yeah, if you just saw them... We didn't spike them. So they no, would just be like flopped Just loose down. flopped hair. <laughs> yeah. Like if you walked by these kids, you'd be like child services. I don't know what the fuck's going on. This is not like a thing. There's this is a problem. F- four of them too. It looks like a weird cult. <laughs> it doesn't look like a cross. It was a weird cult. I understand that, but it looks like something otherworldly. You know what I mean? Yeah, that picture of Sim in the shower is a pretty good one. Hey, I, I don't know if I saw that. That's one. the one where it's wet, and he's like a he's the youngest, so he's maybe six or seven. He's a cute little kid, mm-hmm. but he's got the cross like folding down on his oh, forehead. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's so, ridiculous, ridiculous. Um, back to the Bible. It was not what I was expecting. I could, I could totally make a good one. 
You make a wide cross, and then and you cut it real short, and, and it, then you just leave a mullet on the back. And it flows yeah. into the cross, but it's yeah, no... Yeah, but it doesn't. No. There's just a bald spot that he shaved on your head with a cross in it. Yeah, and it's then... It's like a circle, and really. And long, like, long at the back all around. Like It would have been better if he left bangs. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It would have. It would have been better. <laughs> it would have looked on purpose. It's fucking terrible, eh? It looks would, like you all have the world's worst birth defect. I had to screenshot a video because I couldn't find uh, like pictures. Mm-hmm. So that's just like pictures of a video. But I'll someday find pictures. Actually, we're doing a big seal box sorting. So maybe I can find some. Uh, well, anyways, go fucking Bible beater on Facebook. Holy shit, though. <laughs> Holy shit. Okay. After Moses finished writing the book, Writing in the book the words of this law from beginning to end, he gave this command to the Levites who carried the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord. Take this book of the law and place it beside the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord your God. There it will remain as a witness against you. This is the song? This So the whole book. So basically... This is what they're singing. Deuteronomy was the first book ever written. So this book of the law is Deuteronomy, and, and then it becomes... Didn't you just say they're going to sing a song to the Jews yeah, to remind them the that song, they're sinners? The song of Moses is coming up. Or to remind them they believe in God. Okay. Man, I, that's actually crazy to me. So there, this book, this book of the law from God, there will remain as a witness against you. So it's saying that this Bible that we are holding right now in our hands is a witness against... Anyone who's seen a Bible deserves that to, makes sense. Though. Deserves to go to hell because that was now your they chance. Know. Yeah. yeah, that was your chance. I don't think we should be reading the Bible in the context of when it was written historically. When we figure that out, we should read it in chronological order, as if this is like beginning of the fifth book of the. Well, how many books are we in? We're in the Deuteronomy is the fifth book. Fifth but, book, yeah. But it was the first. Yeah, but we didn't know. We wouldn't know that if we didn't have historical scholars. That's true. This is the way God meant it, not with our like human sleuthing, okay. figuring stuff out. That's what God doesn't want. He doesn't <laughs> want you figuring stuff D- out. Don't Read it as I wrote it. Don't fact check the sources. <laughs> exactly. Don't look for Sodom and Gomorrah. Because if we start doing that, where do we draw the line? Yeah. Now we're not even reading the book. We're just there. It will we're remain. We're just correcting the Bible the whole time. There it will remain as a witness against you. For I know how rebellious and stiff-necked you are. If you have been rebellious against the Lord while I'm still alive with you, how much more will you rebel after I die? After who dies? Oh, Moses. Moses. Assemble before me all the elders of your tribes and all your officials so that I can speak these words in in their hearing and call heaven and earth to testify against them. Man, it's really condemning them before they did anything. Why would you do this? Like on the trip, you're going to fuck up. You guys already don't listen. Yeah, like they, they... He's saying, I'm calling heaven and earth as a witness. I'm writing this down so you have no excuse. And God's told you it's going to happen. For I know that after my death, you are sure to become utterly corrupt and turn from the way I have commanded you. In the days to come, disaster will fall upon you because you will do evil in the sight of the Lord and provoke him to anger by what your hands I think they wrote this in in, to try and uh, portray the fact that no matter what they did, no matter what God did, no matter what... No matter what Moses did, the Jews would never listen. No. but re- No, you don't think so? No, here's what they did. This is what actually happened. They did this the way this, the Romans and the Chinese and every ancient people, the Assyrians and the Babylonians, used prophecy. When they were writing the histories, at the beginning of the history, they put in a prophecy that said, if you do these things, calamity will befall you. Then they write the history, and of course, at the end of every empire, 
is a collapse. Mm-hmm. And it was because of the prophecy that we told you about at the very beginning. For sure. So that's what happened. Yeah, but there's a way of writing it that makes the Jews look like they never had a chance. That's that's what it seems like in retrospect. But this was all written in 600 BCE in the realm in the reign of Josiah, king of Israel. So they and they know this because of anachronisms, anachronisms like the Amalekites and Philistines, and so they can cross reference that cross reference that to other people talking about them and find out when the Philistines actually lived. Okay, so. This was written after the fact, right? Well, so it's yeah. it's it's prophesying a calamity that has already happened when they wrote it down. Mm-hmm. So here's the song of Moses. Um, so for this, all right, for after my death, you were. It's sure- like saying if now we wrote history and said, once we start this podcast, it's going to be the most famous podcast in the world. Yes, and then it became it. So we rewrite history. No, 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 no. It's as if this podcast <laughs> was already famous, and then when. <laughs> It is already famous. That's what I'm saying. Okay, yeah. Yeah. It'd be like going back. It'd be like writing a history of the Second World War and saying at the very beginning, you know, Winston Churchill said that Nazi Germany would rise up and start doing all this stuff. But Winston Churchill didn't say that. He said it after, but we just attributed it to before. Oh, I never heard that one. I just made that one up. Oh. But it's as I was barely listening to you. I know. So, uh... After my death, Moses' death, you are sure to become utterly corrupt and turn from the way I've commanded you. In the days to come, disaster will fall upon you because of the, uh, because of you. Sorry, in the days to come, disaster will fall upon you because you will do evil in the sight of the Lord and provoke him to anger by what your hands have made. The song of Moses, which is another god, a cow. And Moses recited the words of this song from beginning to end in the hearing of the whole assembly of Israel. Listen, oh heaven. <laughs> Even though you're making up a tune? Or I was going to try. Do but it. <laughs> listen, oh heavens, and I will Boo. speak. Listen, oh heavens, and I will speak. Mm-mm. Hear, O oh earth, the words of my mouth. Let my teachings fall like rain, and my words descend like dew. Like the showers on new grass. This is so boring. Beautiful. <laughs> like the showers on new grass. That's yeah, bail. Like abundant rain on tender plants. It's not bad. It's the most poetic. One of the most poetic things you've heard in a while. I will proclaim the name of the Lord. Oh, praise the greatness of our God. He is the rock. His works are perfect. And all his ways are just. It's like, it's like honestly, trying to sing Ramstein lyrics. Because it's German and they barely understand English. So when they translate everything, it's like, I got a dicker. You got a pussy. Let's do it. You know, because it doesn't have any rhythm in a no. different language. This is like Hebrew. It's probably beautiful the would, way they wrote it. I would it. like to hear it in its original Me language. Me too, because it probably sounds great. But now we're trying to, nothing rhymes. There's no real structure. Uh, he is the rock. His works are perfect. All his ways are just. A you faith- got a pussy. I got a dicker. Our faithful God who does no wrong, upright and just is he. They have acted corruptly toward him. To their shame, they are no longer his children, but a warped and crooked generation. (laughs) This is what they're singing. This is what Moses is singing to the Israelites. But then they have to sing. Then they have to sing this forever. About how they're pieces of shit? Yeah, no wonder. It's a song about how they suck. No wonder. (laughs) (laughs) To remind them that they suck? 
In this way you will pray the Lord, O foolish and unwise people. Is he not your father, your creator, who made you and formed you? There's a note there that says, Father who bought you. What what does that mean? I think that means like uh like the with the covenant that he promised. That was like a a binding contract, so he bought he bought That's you. That's what that means. Maybe because he well, it he says created them. It says, "Is he not your father, your creator?" And creator's the note. So, creator okay. or a person who bought you, <laughs> ruler, slave owner. Remember the days of old. Consider the generations long past. Ask your father, and he will tell you. Your elders, and they will explain to you. When the Most High gave the nations their inheritance, when He divided all mankind, He set up boundaries. Is that a good thing? When He divided all mankind? No, it's not a good thing. But just he, reminder of the shitty things God did, the shitty people you are, yeah, and the shitty things you're going to do. And also, He divided all of mankind, and then because mm-hmm. people <laughs> was showing no bias, put you above everyone else, right? Didn't work though. Didn't work. Um, when he divided up all mankind, he set up boundaries for the peoples according to their number of the sons of Israel. For the Lord's portion, his the Lord's portion is his people. Jacob, his allotted inheritance. In a desert land, he found him. In a barren and barren and howling wasteland, he shielded him and cared for him. He guarded him as the apple of his eye. I wonder if that's where the expression comes from. Must. If it's in the Bible, you can probably assume it came from the Bible. <laughs> yeah, probably. There's not a lot of pre-biblical texts that people are still reciting to this day. You know what I, mean? I wonder if that's where the first time. I wonder if that's where we get that from. <laughs> like, what does it even mean, though? He guarded him as the apple of his eye. I don't know something desirable, something that he wanted to look at. I guess is it. I, I always thought it was an Adam and Eve thing. Actually, well, this is the first time we've read it. No, but I've heard it in. I know it's the first time we read in the Bible, mm-hmm. but this is not an Adam and Eve thing. No. He's talking about Jacob, actually. He he watched him as the apple of his eye. Like an eagle that stirs up its nest and hovers over its young, that spreads its wings to catch them and carries them on its pinions. That's good, right? Yeah. God's doing all that. He stirs him. up the nest. He, why, why would... I think that's... I don't know, but I'm pretty sure that he's talking about when an eagle lets, learns, makes his chicks learn how to fly. He stirs up the nest and like says, "Get out of here!" And then he catches them. Because oh. eagles will eagles will not fly the first few times, and they'll get be the fuck caught. out of here. They'll be caught by their parents. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. The Lord alone led him. No foreign god was with him. God doesn't really catch you though. He kind of just lets you fall into the cracks. <laughs> yeah. To be honest, he made him ride on the heights of the land and fed him with the fruits of the field. He nourished him with honey from the rock, and with oil from the flinty crag. Weird. I don't. It's the first. That's the first we're hearing of that. <laughs> With the There's like eight things that exist back then, and this is the first we're hearing of the flinty crag. Honey from a rock and oil <laughs> from a flinty crag. What does that mean? Either of those things. Are those things? Is that supposed to mean? I think it's things you don't get. I think honey he, and oil from. Yeah, like he made it. Like he made it from nothing. You were in the desert, and yeah. he got you honey from the rock and oil from a flinty. Hey crag. guys, you remember that when everyone else only remembers bread. But remember, I gave you oil and honey, with curds and and <coughs> with curds and milk from herd and flock, and with fattened lambs and goats. Okay, with the Those choice rams of Bashan and the f- finest kernels of wheat, you drank from the foaming blood of the grape. That sounds pretty good, actually. 
That is that's pretty metal. Foaming, foaming blood, blood of the, of the grape. grape. That's... Calling wine that? Yeah. Someone should make a wine company. The foaming blood of the grape. That's pretty cool. <laughs> Jess run. And then you could say it's biblical. Now you have both markets. You got the evangelicals and the metalheads. Yeah. Now you got the metalheads drinking wine. Jess run grew fat. What's it called again? The f- e- you drank foaming blood of the grape. You drank the foaming blood of the grape. I like that. Jess run grew fat and kicked. Filled with food, he became heavy and sleek. Jesrun means Who? the upright one. That is Israel. Jesrun is just another so word. So Israel grew fat? And kicked. And kicked Phil, what? Phil, and kicked. I think that's like referring to them as a baby inside their mother's belly. So you grew fat and were like wanting okay. to be born. Filled with food, he became heavy and sleek. He abandoned the God who made him <laughs> and rejected the rock, his savior. They made him jealous with their foreign gods and angered him. The rock him. is the savior? The that rock. makes more sense. So Jesus is back. <laughs> in the form of the rock. <laughs> with one eyebrow raised. God, what was this? Stupid- oh, you jabronis. <laughs> <laughs> it was here the whole time and no one saw <sighs> What Jesus is cooking. With flinty oil from the crag and the foaming <laughs> blood of the grape. They made him jealous and angered him with their detestable... Think, I think Rock uh, is one of our best people on Earth, so... They sacrificed to demons, which are not God. Did they? They, they fucked those women in the altar? <laughs> gods they had not known. Gods that had recently appeared. Gods your fathers did not to fear. To be fair, I don't think it counts as worshipping a god when you're worshipping pussy. You know what I mean? Yeah, but if you do it in the name of other gods, that's what—that's the. What if you got like your fingers crossed behind your back? You know what I mean? Because doesn't God know your heart? Yeah, so so he should know you're only doing it to get some. You know what I mean? No. Why? Because because Kyle, the fact that you would do that, there's no there's no way to say that you didn't mean it to God. I've been around these Jew broads for like two decades. There's no way you could say that you didn't mean it when you did it. There's no way. No, I didn't mean it for the other god. No. I had ulterior motives. But, yeah. She said it was for her, her crack in God, and I was like, yeah, whatever whatever you say, baby. Who's the guy, Charles Manson, that convinced people to kill him or kill that? I don't see how that's related, but I can't wait to hear. Okay. It's related because they did those things, and they were like, he told me to, right? I wasn't. I didn't mean it. I just did it because he told me to. That's not the same at all. Yes, it He's is. He's lying to her. Charles Manson is lying to the... No, no, not Charles. That analogy doesn't make any sense. Okay. Well, you, I get lost in pronouns all the time when you say he's lying to her. Oh, that is, yeah, that's tough. So I don't know who, what you're talking about. Well, the dude that banged the chicks on the altar. You yeah. know, if God knows her true heart, you would maybe never, he's to get some. You would never do that because you the fear of the Lord would be so great that you're like, there's no way I could convince God it was just for the pussy. But he knows. He knows my heart. Of course he knows my heart. He's always watching and he knows my heart. We're at He'll a, know I just wanted it okay, just well, for the action. We're, we're at yeah. an impasse. Then I, maybe in your Are heart... Are you saying God wouldn't know that I'm just doing it to get laid? And I'm I don't really believe God this crazy... Give a fuck. What if I'm like, God, look, these these normal chicks are great, but these crazy chicks are just other world in bed. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I can't get one unless I agree with God their blood say, cult shit. I don't you know what care. I mean? Why would you make them then, God? Why would you tempt me with this if I can't have it? You know my heart. You know I'm a good person. <laughs> Just let me get some fucking crazy no. chick snatch. Why? Because no. I don't want you to. Because you don't love me, God. Exactly. You say you do, but you don't. Exactly that. 
Um, you deserted the rock who fathered you. God, I hate God. It doesn't let me do anything. You forgot the God who gave you birth. <laughs> the Lord saw this and rejected them. What does that mean, father the rock, by the way? The rock is another word for God, as in he's, you know, unchanging. He's, you know, there. He's steady. He's unchanging? He's, he's, that's what they say. He's constantly changing. No, God is unchanging, but changing. Like a rock. That rocks change, too. They erode. They erode. Over time. It's a metaphor, Kyle. Are you going to... Okay, so... I'm not going to scrutinize every metaphor, no. <laughs> but I didn't know... I legitimately didn't know what it meant by rock. There's a poster that they used to have in my Sunday school with, uh, like, the 47 names of God or however many there are. And There's like, that many? Yeah. So that's how you know that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, it said, our God, the rock, right here. He abandoned him. <laughs> he rejected the rock, his savior. <laughs> it just does It sounds goofy. Yeah. The Lord, and I can't stop picturing the rock. <laughs> the Lord saw this and rejected the... What? <laughs> what chapter is that? Deuteronomy 32. <laughs> Where we find out the rock is the one true savior. In Deuteronomy. Um, the Lord saw this and rejected them because he was angered by his sons and daughters. I will hide my face from them, he said, and see what their end will be. For they are perverse generation, children who are unfaithful. They made me jealous by what is no God and angered me with their worthless They made God idols. jealous? Yeah, he's a jealous God. He's a fucking pathetic. He admits that, though. Yeah, he says he knows that. He admits some of his faults. Yeah, he admits that about himself. Um, I will make them envious by those people who are not a people. <laughs> he acts like a catty woman. You know what I mean? So, yeah. So they made God jealous and angered them with his worthless idols. I will make them <laughs> envious <laughs> those gonna... who are not a people. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm going to fuck your best friend. I will so. make them angry by a nation that has no understanding. Yeah, he's let, he's saying yeah. Basically, yeah, I'm gonna like, fuck. I'm gonna fuck your best friend. For a file had a fire. Is a chick ever broken up? Have you ever broken up with a girl and she just tried to fuck your best your friends? No, because I've seen that it hasn't happened in my friend group ever. Yeah, but I've seen that happen. Yeah, like I, I couldn't imagine. And then the friends are. She's just like dating him now. You know what I mean? But originally it was clearly spite. Yeah clearly yeah it's i mean it's hilarious it is hilarious just a guy to know in the back of the mind that he's only dating her for spite All, well, also uh, she's gonna do that to you i can go down like a the rolodex of my friends and i know my friends that would never do that and my friends that would do that and i'm still i'd still be friends with both of those people oh you know what i mean same i'm like that's the kind of friend i have and he would fuck my ex-girlfriend and i know that about him and like i don't care Oh, dude, I don't know. It the fucking depends. <laughs> it really depends. I don't know if I could. I, do, I, I might I might lose a friend there. It's it really fuck, I don't know. Well, you've been dating quite a long time now. So That's what I mean, but that's the well, I guess up until this I've only had one other girlfriend that lasted more than a year. This is so, my longest by yeah. a large margin. Yeah. So I'd be I'd less jealous with my previous girlfriend. Anyways, moving along. For a fire has been kindled by my wrath, one that burns to the realm of death below. That's uh, Sheol. That's hell before it was hell. The land of the dead, just the realm of death. When do we get hell? New Testament? By the end of Revelation, it's a defined place of torture. Like, where it's still called are... Sheol? No. It's... They call... it's called hell. Yeah, I think so. I think I think so. But so Sheol's ambiguous bad place. Ambiguous bad place. It's just like where God isn't. It doesn't say anything. That sounds awesome. So it's the best place. <laughs> yeah. So it's... far, Sheol is awesome. You mean I can do it? I have full control of myself? No one is hardening my hearts against my decisions? 
Yeah, but there's nothing there, Kyle. It's like yeah, but there's other people. I think you're just falling in forever pit of black with like no stimulus, and you. But you're just thinking of bad things. It doesn't say that. It says you're just assuming it sucks. Okay, well let's read it. Uh, One that burns to the realm of death. I think God's arrogant enough to think that he, if he's not involved, the place is awful. It will devour the earth and its harvest, and set afire the foundations of the mountains. I will heap calamities upon them, and spend my arrows against them. I will. God has arrows. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, okay. Really, really rudimentary weapon nowadays, God. Yeah, you could have bullets, you know, and yeah. they would have been like, what are bullets? You're and like, then you would have been, I'm God, you'll find out in, in a thousand future, years. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> he's, he's whittling arrows. I will spend my arrows against them. <laughs> I will, we have defenses for arrows. Like It's easy. Go ahead. You can zigzag run. Yeah. Well, <laughs> also, like we have like armor. That I oh, could... we have anti-missiles. Yeah. Exactly. You know what I mean? Arrows are nothing. So Shoot all your fucking arrows you want. Not one arrow would penetrate you my know house. What? I have a stone wall. <laughs> yeah. You know my walls? I have drywall and wood and you're still not getting through. You know what I mean? I will send wasting famine against them. I have a two by four. <laughs> <laughs> Literally stops God's arrows. <laughs> Uh, it's wasting famine against them, consuming pestilence and deadly plague. Those are still those, those are bells are bad. Yeah, those there's no I answer guess for those. Maybe the arrows. Come I was with, thinking about. I was thinking about. How they always talk about locusts on them. Plague in the Bible, and that must have been one of the more terrifying things to happen to groups of people. Well, yeah, yeah, but because they did happen, disease wiped out. Yes, that and the com- like the complete. No understanding of how diseases or germs or any or of that how stuff, it spreads or how it spreads and that you're constantly spreading so it when they try and do good they things. They must have believed in God, like oh, absolutely, and, and absolutely. And you're like this is we gotta we gotta start killing more cows. We gotta start doing something. And here's the thing, though: everyone knows someone that's done something bad. Yeah, oh, there's a scale of badness, yeah. but like secretly, you all know. Yeah. So as soon as the shit starts happening, you're like, I fucking knew it. Yeah. He, you know what he did? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Steve over there? Could you fucking believe it? Stone stone him and his family. Yeah, kill him first. Okay, okay. If we kill them, maybe God. We still have disease. Now what? And in the back of your mind, you're like, I hope. I didn't, didn't know I jerked off on the ground Yeah. No. last year. <laughs> Fuck, I swear to God, I hope no one saw that. Or else they're going to kill me. I just thought it'd be kinky, you know, to let my seed fall <laughs> on the ground. It's something I've never done before. <laughs> I was by myself. It was so kinky. Uh I will send against them the fangs of wild beasts, the venom of vipers that glide in the dust. Mm-hmm. All all things we have to worry about on a regular basis, but now it's your fault, I'm guessing. In the street, the sword will make them childless. In their homes, terror will reign. Young Someone's men kill their and babies? young women will p- perish. Infants and gray-haired men. Young men and women will perish. Infant and gray-haired men. That's, that's it? End of sentence? Yeah. <laughs> will also perish, I'm assuming. Yeah. Young men and women will perish, infants and gray-haired men. I said I would scatter them and blot out their memory from mankind. But I dreaded the taunt of the enemy, lest the adversary misunderstand. Oh, because when everyone finds out that God didn't isn't prosperous to the Jews, he'll get mocked. <laughs> yeah. But I dreaded the taunt of the enemy, lest the adversary misunderstand and say, Our That hand is the is most hilarious part. The Lord has not done all this. God doesn't answer to other gods. He's literally trying to prove his worth to other human beings that aren't Jews. Yeah. When he could just do the same thing he's doing to the Jews to them, but he doesn't? 
doesn't make any sense. His peers are the rest of the planet I said of I, people. The rest of the human beings on the planet. I can't, I'll just read it one more time. I said I would scatter them and blot out their memory, the but Jews. I dreaded the taunt. God's sitting there going, oh, fuck. God, they're going to write blogs about this? They're going to, man, then, then what will I say? I'll be the laughing stock of the Philistines and the Amalekites. Yeah, every time I show up in a cloud, they'll be like, yeah, we knew what happened to the Jews, <laughs> idiot. Get out of here, fucking loser. <laughs> you suck. That's the funniest shit. Oh, no to respect me. <laughs> when you really break it down to like the way, like I show up in a burning bush, everyone just pisses on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when you break it down to God's fundamental motivations, worship me or else, and he's jealousy for other gods that are make believe, I guess. Yeah. But he's really jealous of other no, human, more successful tribes of human beings. I dread the taunt. He's like, he said that before back in Egypt. He's mm-hmm. like, what will they say if all your people don't live? And he's like, oh, fuck. He's all, I'm, I'm so embarrassed. That's how one-dimensional God is. He's embarrassed. But he also has full control to do anything. But he's also embarrassed. That, that literally makes no sense. I dread it. It's funny. It's funny to think about. But as an omnipotent power that has control of everything, that concept doesn't exist to him. Yeah. The concept of jealousy doesn't exist if you can change anything at a whim. There's no <sighs> jealousy. It can't. You have full control. Well, we have the... You're not jealous of your ant farm. Kyle, again... Because some of your you, ants... Yes. This, in this case, this god is jealous of his ant farm. That's actually a perfect thing. A perfect metaphor. Because... Technically, the ants have free will, right? Because mm-hmm. he says that they do. So he's separated the ant farm, and he's dropping little pieces of bread on one part. Yeah. And some of the ants are going to the other side of the farm, and he's like, that's <laughs> fucked up. Yeah. And he's like, and it hurts his feelings. He's like actually distraught about it. Yeah, but mostly about what the other ants are going to say. <laughs> and since I can't understand ants because they're retarded, but, I'm not jealous. Kyle, Yet he is. Kyle. And at any moment, he could make the ants like him, but he wants them. At any them. point. Yeah, but he, but he wants... I don't want you to make... I don't want you to force... Exactly that. I don't want to force you to like me. I want you to like me on your own. Or I'm going to kill you, but I can't kill you because then the other ants will make fun of me if I do. Mm-hmm. What a pathetic... What a pathetic... What a pathetic... Like, God's creator God. of the entire universe, his entire motivation is pathetic. God's a guy that goes to the strip club and thinks the strippers like him. Yeah. <laughs> Not, they're only they're not there just because I gave her forty dollars for a three minute song. Oh. So then the next she's there because of my hilarious jokes I told right before I gave her the forty dollars, <laughs> and because I beat the shit out of her last week when she didn't do exactly what I asked. Right. Uh, verse, you want forty dollars? You want the backhand again? You choose. <laughs> verse twenty. Love me. They are a nation without sense. I don't know. Maybe we could go out sometime after. When you're done work. When you're done work. You know. Is that another man that you're giving a lap dance to? Do you know I how know jo- it's your job, but it makes me furious. <laughs> they are a nation without sense. But now, you got to make money. I dude, get it. Now he blames the Jews for they being... They have no sense? Yeah, he's like... There's no I thought dis- Jews were known in the Bible for being very sensible. Isn't that... We read that already. If only they were wise and would understand this and would discern what their end will be. They're so stupid. They don't know what's good for them. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> It's funny. Reading this as a Jew would be funny because he's saying you're the best people, the chosen people I made you. And he's also, you're f- so fucking stupid. You can't understand the most basic of concepts. <laughs> Do what I say or I kill you. But also what I say sometimes 
goes against what I say other times. For sure, just don't worship other things. You know what I mean? That's the big that's one. That's the easiest one to not do. Yet they constantly do it. They haven't done it yet, but they're going to. And right. I know you're going to. I know it's I know it's in your future. And I'm letting it happen. So I could punish you like you deserve. But I can't punish you all the way or else everyone will make fun of me. <laughs> I can't kill you when I, like I want to. Or else I'll be a laughing stock. Oh, Yeah. It's like for the stripper analogy, his stripper girlfriend shows up with a black eye and all the other strippers like taunt her because she's been beaten by her husband. He's like, I can't stand for that. You know, but what, you know, the the wife beater that's also like the protector, like no one beats my wife, but me. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) she goes to work at black eyes, but some client smacks her around and he comes. You yeah. hit my wife? And you made fun of my wife for having a black eye. It's like, you're the fucking source of this problem. <laughs> it's. I think it's more, I think it's also the dude who like, it's fun smiting your ants. Yeah. But when you burn down all your ant farm and someone asks you where your ant farm goes, you, you go, it's embarrassing <laughs> to be like, I got out of control. I killed them all. What did they do? No one notices you pick off like they 10 or 20. They started eating other sugars. Yeah. The, I mean, the punishment doesn't fit the crime at all. If only they were wise and would understand and would discern what their end would be. How could one man chase a thousand or put 10,000 to flight? It's like saying, you know, why would a thousand people run away from one guy? It's like, why would one man chase a thousand? Because it's a fight you can't win? Yeah. Or put 10,000 to flight. What the fuck does that mean? Unless their rock had sold them. Unless the Lord <laughs> had given them up. Again? Unless their rock, meaning God? So. They are a nation without sense. There's no discernment in them. <laughs> Fucking idiots. If only they were wise and would understand this and discern what their end would be. How could one man chase a thousand or put ten thousand to flight unless their rock had sold them, unless the Lord had given them up? For their rock is not like our rock. <laughs> Dude, you should see the capitals in here. It's like the capital R rock. For their rock, lowercase r, is not like our uppercase r That's rock. God. Even as our enemies concede, <laughs> their vine comes from the vine of Sodom and their fields of Gomorrah. They're it would be gr- funny. What? To take like literal quotes in the Bible. You know, everyone, every, we were talking about this all the time, but everyone yeah. just cherry picks the things. You can yeah. make troll accounts for whatever you want. Mm-hmm. I could make like a pro Jewish troll account and then like an anti Jew from the same book. Yeah. Just literally take out that clip. If I was want to be like super ignorant guy and just be like, says here, all Jewish people, what does it say again? There's not a wise man among them. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Proof. <laughs> God said it himself. Kyle, that's what <laughs> I win. 2,000 years of wars have been about. That's so it's funny. people arguing about who's right in their you know, explanation of the book. So they have been doing that. I get. Yeah, it's true. I just meant in like a lighter, jovial <laughs> way. They're, so fields of Sodom and Gomorrah, their grapes are filled with poison and their clusters with bitterness. Like to go to like, I'm sure there's community, I don't really know, but is there, I'm sure there's separated communities on the internet, like Reddit probably has a Jewish part and like oh, yeah. Twitter probably has a oh, Jewish yeah. part. Oh yeah, oh yeah, everybody goes yeah. to their own. So it'd be fun to just go in there and just quote the, literally quote the Bible and then just see yeah. the blow up. Yeah, no, it's fun. I do that all the time. Do you? Yeah. I go and debate religion and Christianity oh, and open Christianity. Awesome. Just like post. Just a- no context. Go into the. It, it's so it's dangerous now. You get called an anti-Semite real fast. Yeah. Are you worried? Is that something that worries you? 
Not really. No, I didn't think so. Not at all. But it's just, I don't know, something that's been happening. Call me whatever you want. I don't give a shit. They're wine. You, God knows my heart. Yeah, exactly. He knows my motives. They're all impure. So Their wine is I the I can do whatever I want, and I'm still going to hell. Even if I act nice because I'm scared of God. It doesn't count. It doesn't matter. I know. So why not burn the fucker down? You <laughs> that, know what I mean? That's really, I think, how most people should embrace no, they, the well, they, they should i really. don't think that they should the world would be chaos no the world would be chaos but that's what they're basically advocating pretty much um their wine is the venom of serpents that's kind of what rehab is you know how a lot of rehabs are god god-based well the 12 steps not just that is. i just mean um like i don't know prison any, prison rehab. there's like there's a i know i don't mean specific rehab i just mean rehabilitation of people is based around god a lot of times for their actions Mm -hmm. people find god and they say they're a better person but god always knows yeah it's true but some people i think do have a genuine but can you change your heart i think people do i think sometimes especially in young people so if you did some bad shit when you're 17 18 Mm -hmm. and then you grow up and then you're like yeah i was a fucking oh i agree i agree with that concept i just mean in the religious sense um yeah I also is it kind of like a destiny your heart well i changed my heart i really tried to believe in god i really tried that's I, fair i asked him day after day to answer some sort of my prayers somehow that was probably desperate as hell eh well at, w- at one point yeah well, just not getting answers yes show yourself that's basically what i prayed for the last like year i was trying to be a christian show yourself and then the more I looked, because I actively looked, the more like books I read, the more I found out about the way the world works. Just every bad thing that I found out happening ever, I was like, "What? where are you? What are you doing? Help somebody. And you find out that they're still happening? Yeah, they're still happening. And then I was just like, this is nonsense. Also, all your reasons for m- making you want... Your reasons for why I should worship you suck dick. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're really bad. <laughs> they're real bad. And then your reasons for punishing us suck dick also. So if Plus, you di- won't let us suck dick. You if, know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> if this is who you are, fuck you. I was so mad. Um, Their wines are the venom of serpents, the deadly poison of cobras. Have I not kept this in reserve and sealed it in my vaults? Is it mine to avenge? I will repay. In due time... Their foot will slip. They're d- Who's? This is God talking about the Jews again, about how... But he's saying it like it's a good thing, just waiting for it to happen. Have I not kept this in reserve and sealed it in my vaults? It is mine to avenge, I will repay. In due time... He'll avenge what? The Jews' mistakes? Yeah. So in due so time... So he's waiting for this. Yes, exactly. He's waiting to punish with, them. With relish. Yeah. Yeah. In due time, their That's foot... That's so fucked up. In due time, their foot will slip. Their day of Jesus disaster... Jesus Christ! Yeah, that's like a fucking movie. Like they'll make a mistake, and when they do, I'll pounce. Their day of disaster is near, and their doom rushes upon them. <laughs> Holy shit! The Lord will judge His people and have compassion on His servants. So, so it's just talking about all the bad she's going to do, and then the Lord will judge and have compassion when He sees their strength is gone. He's and- waiting a bated breath to pounce on the first mistake, <laughs> but He's going to have compassion. At what point? Right? Seriously. When they, when he sees their strength is gone, after he drools over their corpses, he'll bring them into heaven. Is that what they're suggesting? Or I mean, or it's just like haphazard. You know, you're going to heaven. You're going to hell. You're going to heaven. I created you to suffer. I created you to worship me. So some Fair. people are doomed. Um, when no one is left, slave or free, he will say, "Now where are their gods? The rock they took refuge." 
the gods who ate the fat of their sacrifices and drank the wine of their drink offerings. Let them rise up to helter, let, help you. Let them give you shelter. So he's taunting other gods there. He's saying once all that bad shit has happened to you, the other gods you worshipped, where are they now? You know, God is saying, where's your God now? <laughs> and, and by the way, the Jews are like, we haven't done anything yet. Yes, yes. This is in the future. You're already yelling at us for shit we haven't done. How am I supposed to live my life now? Yeah. <laughs> just waiting for myself to do the bad shit you just promised I would do? Yeah. Oh, my God. Also <laughs> saying, you know, I'm going to do it. Fuck it. Yeah, the, um, you're Fuck ma- it then. I guess I'll just kill myself. <laughs> see, see now that I myself and so so God the, taunts them. So yeah, I don't ahead. mean to say this like this, but the Jews should just kill themselves. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like back then, as a big fuck you to God. Here's yeah. your creation. You yeah, know what I mean? It Bang! Been, it would have been awesome. Yeah, like the like the virgins that threw themselves off the Chinese cities. So it's like you don't get to have us if. 60,000 girls apparently jumped off the walls of this Chinese city because the Mongols were going to sack it. So they all For lined real? Up. Yeah, they all lined up and just jumped off right in front of the Mongol army like, fuck you. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's a tragedy, but that's the best fuck you. Yeah, that's badass. Because they were unstoppable at that point, so there's no salvation. There's no refuge. Yeah, so, you know, rape my cold, dead corpse. Yeah, half <laughs> out. And you got 15 minutes before it gets weird, so. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yes, my son? <laughs> Yes, so uh, see now that I myself and he, there is no God besides me. I put to death and bring life. I have wounded and I will heal, and no one can deliver out of my hand. I lift my hand to heaven and declare, as surely as I live forever, when I sharpen my flashing sword, when my hand grasps it in judgment, I will take vengeance on my adversaries and repay those who hate me. I will make my arrows drunk with blood. This is God, right? This is God's now final taunt, right? See, he says... He's, he's talking like a human being. I have wounded and will heal. I, I put what is to that? death and bring life. So he's basically... You don't get wounded. He means emotionally? You, no, you hurt I my feelings? I have wounded. Like, I've done oh, this to Oh, and you. I've healed. So oh, okay, I've yeah, hurt yeah. you and I can make you better. Again, it's like need me all the time. So, as surely as I live forever, when I sharpen my flashing sword and when my hand grabs it in judgment, I will take vengeance on my adversaries and repay those who hate me. I will make my arrows drunk with blood while my sword devours flesh, the blood of the slain and the captives, the heads of the enemy leaders. Rejoice, O nations, with this pe- <laughs> <laughs> It's exciting times. <laughs> Rejoice, O nations, with his people. For the three people that I like. <laughs> For he will avenge the blood of his servants. He will take vengeance on his enemies and make atonement for the land, his land and people. It's funny nothing happens to the people that he thinks are going to mock him. Yeah. They mock him openly. No, no, and it's fine. Oh, the Philistines. Yeah. Well, what's going to happen to them is the Israelites are going to go in and dispossess them. And right. then they're going to be successful. And when they get successful, they're going to forget that it was God that gave them this success. They're going to turn to other gods. And then he's going to be forced to decimate them to almost nothing but keep them alive the jews really bail on a winning game plan all the time eh they're like this worked let's try something completely different next time you know what i mean it's so we followed this god took over eight different cities in the matter of months let's try uh that god over there maybe it's better looks better it's just yeah it makes for rational people, like people to actually 
It makes no sense at all. It's it makes you think the time frame is generations. Yeah. Because it would take generations to forget something. That's that's actually probably more closer to the case. But when we go back to the desert... It doesn't say that, though. It doesn't they forget say, it in weeks. Yeah. You know when I mean? you go back yeah. to the desert, it's like Moses went up Mount Sinai. By the time he Two came weeks. down... Two weeks. Oh, sorry. Yeah, Jesus. By, by the time he came down, they were worshiping other gods. Literally, they had time to melt all their gold, build a cow, forget it's not a god. Yeah. And then start worshiping it like it was. But you were right in that I think this is talking about generationally. It has to be, but it's not said like that. No. In practicality. It, I mean, maybe yeah, people at the time would have understood it. Maybe they got a really... But if you're going based off what we've already read, they've done that in weeks. So it's not that crazy to assume that people would do it in their lifetime. For going by the, the story arc. Yeah. Moses came... So that's the end of the song. Uh, did you like it? That was still a song? Then the last part was... Oh, if you tried to sing the whole thing, that would have been brutal. Yeah, right? (laughs) Brutal. (laughs) Yeah. Moses... Moses That was pages long. Yeah, it was three and a half pages. (laughs) Moses came with Joshua, son of Nun, and spoke all the words of this song in the hearing of the people. When Moses finished reciting all these words to Israel, he said to them, Take to heart all the words I have solemnly declared to you this day, so that you may command your children to obey carefully all the words of this law. They are not just idle words for you. They are your life. By them, you will live long in the if, land you are crossing the If you want to me possess. to take something seriously, maybe don't sing it. <laughs> well, that was what all they oh, had. That's a reminder. That's Most people couldn't read or write, right? So they would sing the song. and that's That actually makes a lot of sense. Even when it makes you, a lot of sense. Even when you go back to Homer and the Iliad, it's like the song of... Plus, you know, stuff's easier to remember. The song of Troy and the song yeah. of Hercules and all that shit. Okay. <laughs> I take back everything I just said. Moses to die on Mount Nebo. On that same day... We don't have sh- a lot of time left. You don't want to just power through the next two For an pages? An hour and 20. Oh, God. <laughs> we got to read the death of Moses. All right. We have to. Okay, let's do it. I'm okay with it. I don't even On that it. same day, so this is a big day. So Moses has gathered up all his strength, did the whole book of Deuteronomy in one speech, made up this song on the spot. Or Which go- is impressive. Or, it doesn't rhyme, or God gave but him, it has words or God, in an order. Or God, so that's impressive for Moses. God gave him the lyrics. And then he sang the song. Now on that same day, the Lord told Moses, go up into the Abraham range of Mount Nebo and Moab. <laughs> that's funny. To be like, Moses sing a song. And then be like, everyone's like, yeah. Did you write that? It kind of sucks. And they're like, <laughs> God, actually. And you're like, oh. It was actually not that bad. Oh, no, yeah, I kind of liked it. Actually. The second time you hear it, <laughs> it's like the first time you don't really get it. It's s- just, it's got layers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, go up the mountain, blah, 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 across from Jericho and view Canaan, the land I'm giving the Israelites as their own possession. There on the mountain that you have climbed, you will die. He's 120. He's got to climb a goddamn fucking mountain. He's Moses. There on the mountain that you have climbed, you will die, and you will be gathered to your people, just as your brother Aaron had died on Mount Hor and was gathered to his people. (laughs) H-O-R. I'm going to die on Mount Slut. (laughs) This is because both of you broke faith with me in the presence of the Israelites at the water of Meribah Kadesh. That's when Moses struck the rock in anger. And it had water in it? So God told Moses to hit the rock, the rock, the rock, and then water would come out of it. For all for 1.2 million Jews, fire hosed them all. Okay, it was a bit world's first wet but t-shirt got, contest. Yeah, but Moses got angry and struck the rock, thereby pissing off God and condemning himself not to see the prophet promised land. He tapped it too hard. Yeah, that's it. That's it. 
Mount Kadesh. God really relates with rocks, though. Apparently, and because so. you did not you uphold, be because you did not uphold my holiness among the Israelites. Define holiness, please. Can't do it. Yeah, no, God. How can I uphold your holiness? Uh, you do whatever I say. Okay. What if you tell me to do two different things? Uh, you do them both. Okay. What if the two different things contradict each other? You, uh, you die. You, I kill you. <laughs> you. You attempt it, and I kill you. Therefore, you will see the maybe land in heaven, maybe you don't. Only from a distance, you will not enter the land I am giving to the people of Israel. Moses blesses the tribes. Well, M- Moses doesn't get in there. Well, he blesses the tribes, and then he dies, and that's the end of the book of Deuteronomy. It's we got to read it, dude. It's two pages. Let's do it. Just don't interrupt me, and we'll get right through it. Sure. Moses blesses the tribes. This is the blessing that Moses, the man of God, pronounced on the Israelites before his death. He said, The Lord came from Sinai and dawned over them at Seir. He shone forth from Mount Paran. He came with myriads of the holy ones from the south, from his mountain slopes. Surely it is you. Keep, every time you say Shirley, I keep on thinking of an airplane. I am serious. Stop <laughs> calling me Shirley. Every time. Surely it is you who love the people. All the holy ones are in your hand. At your feet, they all bow down. And from you receive instruction. The law that Moses gave us, the possession of the assembly of Jacob. He was king over Jeshurun when the leaders of the peoples assembled along with the tribes of Israel. Jeshurun means the upright one. That is Israel, also in verse 26. Do a speech at the end. Oh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Why would you do that? Because I was reading it out son loud. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Fucking worst. The worst. Let Reuben... I hope you're happy with yourself. I honestly didn't process it until I read it out. I'm reading out loud all podcasts. I understand Kyle. that. He hands me a note. Let Reuben, yeah, would, would you think I, I would have just fucking said it? I thought you were going to be like, only 10 seconds left or something. I don't know what the fuck. And let Reuben live and not die, <laughs> nor his men be few. And then he said this about Judah. Hear, O Lord, the cry of Judah. Bring him to his people with his own hands. He defends his cause. Oh, be his help against his foes. About Levi, he said, your Who? thumb... This is God talking to Moses right now still? This is Moses blessing the tribes. So Moses is going, Like, I'm going to go up to the mountain. I'm going to die. I'm never getting into the Holy Land because I committed sins. Unforgivable sins. You don't want to hear the sins I've committed. (laughs) What'd you do? God knows them. No, I can't tell you. (laughs) Smacked a rock too hard. So this is the blessing. He says, God's awesome. Remember all the places he led us? (laughs) Then he goes, Reuben, live and do not be idle. Have a lot of children. Judah, you defended your hands. It's like the last pep talk. Yeah. About Levi, he said, Your Thummim and Urim belong to the man you favored. You tested him at Massah. You contended him with him at the waters of Meribah. He said of his father and mother, I have no regard for them. He did not recognize his brothers or acknowledge his own children, but he watched over your word and guarded your covenant. He teaches your precepts to Jacob and your law to Israel. He offers incense before you and whole burnt offerings on your altar. Bless all his skills, O Lord, and be pleased with the work of his hands. Smite the loins of those who do, who rise up against him. Strike his foes till they rise no more. About Benjamin, he said, "Let the beloved of our Lord rest in. Let the beloved of the Lord rest secure in him, for he shields him all day long." And the one the Lord loves rests between his shoulders. About Joseph, he said, May the Lord bless his land 
with the precious dew from the heaven above and with the deep waters that lie below, with the best the sun brings forth and the finest the moon can yield, with the choicest gifts of the ancient mountains and the fruitlessness of the everlasting hills. What the fuck is that? I don't know what's going on. With the best gifts of the earth and its fullness and the favor of him who dwelt in the burning bush. I'm lost. (laughs) He just said, bless his head with dew, give him... The finest the moon can yield. Who's he talking to? God. Talking to jo- God's going to give this to. Moses is talking them? to Joseph. I know. And he's saying God. He's. I guess he's saying God do this to Joseph. Yeah. About Joseph, he said, "May the Lord bless you with precious dew." Anyways, let all of this rest on the head of Joseph, on the brow of the prince among his brothers. In majesty, he is. Is he like using up the, like the last of his powers? A first. Is that the, what's going I, on I right now? So. Kind of. Yes. Yes. And then people are like, "Oh God, what do I get?" If it was an anime, he'd be starting the the. You'd see the pebbles start to lift off the ground, and a light come down on him, and he'd start to glow, and stuff would be happening, right? And it would be cutting louder and louder, and it'd be cutting to the faces of people going, and just orgasm face, just yeah, incredulous faces, um, with. With uh, he his horns are the f- horns of a wild ox. With them he will gore the nations, even those at the ends of the earth. Such are the ten thousands of Ephraim. Such are the thousands of Manasseh. About Zebulun he said, "Rejoice, Zebulun, in your going out, and you, Issachar, in your tents. They will summon peoples to the mountain and there offer sacrifices of righteousness. They will feast on the abundance of the seas and the treasures hidden in the sand." About Gad, he said, Blessed is he who enlarges Gad's domain. Gad lives there like a lion, tearing at arm or head. He chose the best land for himself. The leader's portion was kept for him. When the heads of the people assembled, he carried out the Lord's righteous will and his judgments concerning Israel. About Dan, he said, Dan is a lion's cub, springing out of Bashan. About Naphtali, Dan really got a fucking shitty one. That's it. Dan's a lion's cub springing out of Bashan. Is that good? <laughs> That's what's well, Bashan again? Joseph got like this, you know, a third yeah, of. No, but the, jo- he's the favorite. But everyone else, he's got, got a least... horn that's going to tear through the nations. Dan, that's pretty awesome. Dan's a lion's cub. It's like, <laughs> yeah. Eventually, he'll be a lion. <laughs> cub for life. <laughs> About Naphtali, he said, "Naphtali is abounding in the favor of the Lord with his fu- and full of his blessing. He will inherit southward to the lake." About Asher, he said, "Most blessed sons of most blessed of sons is Asher. Let him be favored by his brothers, and let him bathe his feet in oil. the bo- The bolts on your gates will be brawn, iron and bronze, and you will. The bolts of your gates will be iron and bronze, and your strength will equal your days. There is no one like God in, of Jeshron, who rides on the heavens to help you, on the clouds in his majesty. The eternal God is your refuge, and underneath are the everlasting arms. He will drive out your enemy before you, saying, Destroy him! So Israel will live in safety alone. Jacob's spring is secure in the land of grain and new wine, where the heavens drop dew. Blessed are you, O Israel, who is like you, a people saved by the Lord. He is your shield and helper and your glorious sword. Your enemies will cower before you and you will trample down high places or tread upon their bodies. Um, The death of Moses. Then Moses climbed Mount Nebo from the plains of Moab to the top of Pisgah across from Jericho. 
There the Lord showed him the whole land from Gilead to Dan, all of Natali, the territory of Ephraim and Manasseh, and all the land of Judah as far as the western sea, the Negev and the whole region of the, of the valley of Jericho, the city of Palms as far as Zor. Then the Lord said to him, This is the land I promise on oath uh, to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. When I said, I will give you, give it to your descendants. I have let you see it with your eyes, but you will not cross into it. <laughs> so that's the, that's, uh, the Lion King moment right there. They're on pride rock. And he's like, look, all the light touches from the mountain of Zor to the pits. And he's of- like, at least your kids get it. Yeah. And Moses, the servant of the Lord died there in Moab. As the Lord had said, he buried him in Moab. In the valley opposite Beth Peor, but to this day no one knows where his grave is. Moses was a hundred and twenty years old when he died, yet his eyes were not weak nor his strength gone. Yeah, he climbed a fucking mountain. The Israelites grieved for Moses in the plains of Moab thirty. So what days. did he die from then? God killed him. So not unnatural causes. It it says he's still strong. He was not weak. Healthy. And his, he, yeah, God killed him. God, God literally said, this is the land, and now it's time to die. Do you think it was painless, or do you think God made him suffer? If I know my God, <laughs> like I think I do, he raped him with a thousand dicks. <laughs> <laughs> to death. Now, <laughs> um, Israel mourned 30 days until the time of weeping and mourning was over. Now, Joshua, son of Nun, was filled with the spirit of wisdom because Moses had laid his hands on him. So the Israelites listened Lay to him your hands on me. and did what the Lord command, had commanded Moses. I'm in a singing <laughs> mood now since we're singing. Since then, no prophet has mm-hmm. risen in Israel like Moses, mm-hmm. whom the Lord mm-hmm. whom the Lord backing, backing vocals. <laughs> knew face to face, who did all those miraculous signs and wonders the Lord sent him to do in Egypt to Pharaoh and to all his officials and to his whole land. For no one has ever shown the mighty power or performed the awesome deeds that Moses did in the sight of all of Israel. That's the book of Deuteronomy. We made it, you guys. Hallelujah! We did it. So, Kyle, what did you learn today? Uh, God commits to his promises. You know what I mean? Like hard. Yeah. He's, he tells you he's going to do something, he's going to do it. And if he tells you and you're not going to do it, he'll force you to. Just so he can punish you, and it, but he won't. Punish God you. likes to punish you, but only if you do stuff to deserve it. And God, well, I love it when you deserve it. He wants to punish you completely, but the fact that somebody would make fun of him for punishing you too hard mm-hmm. that stays his uh, mighty wrath. Yeah, the dread of the taunt. Yeah, God loves spanking, but only if you do something bad. I feel like God's like, are you bad? God would be <laughs> bad. God would definitely be Cheers. in like the PC movement of stand-up comedy. He'd be like, everything's that's really funny. Like, be super mean to them, and then it comes around to him. He's like, what the fuck, man? Oh shit, we gotta. Is that the wrap end? this up real quick? My laptop's that's about the to podcast, die. everybody. Thanks for listening. Next week we start the book of Joshua, and it's gonna be fucking awesome. Right away, there's spies and prostitutes, and then they cross the Jordan without getting their feet wet. If you don't know, you can check us out. You can send us emails at BibleBeaters at CanadaComedy.ca. You can find us on Instagram, BibleBeaters. Facebook, BibleBeater. See Caleb's <laughs> fucked up hairstyle. You want to. 